Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. my brother welcome to king legend talks how you doing today i'm pretty good dude how you doing i'm doing amazing man i can't complain everybody this is edom mala did i say it right perfect bro you can say it however there you like go. there we go so go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself man um just real quick a really quick recap of who you are cool um my name is adon i'm a songwriter from from new york um yeah, I started out playing basketball my whole life, and then later on, I, I gravitated towards music, and now I just kind of, you know, fell in love with it, and it's kind of what I want to do with the rest of my life. It's funny that you mentioned basketball, because when I first ran across you, I believe I was watching Shiggy, or it was Funny Marco, I believe you were guessing in their live, and I was like, man, I got to check this guy out real quick, and then I went and looked you up, I said, man, he played basketball. That yeah. was super dope. So I was like, man, I got to hit you up and get you on this platform and talk about your uh, your journey, man. It's it's been a it's one it's been a wild ride just just based on what I've seen so far. So um, basketball in general, do you still have passion for the sport? Let's start there. I mean, I I always loved the game. I think I use it as a tool, though. Um, otherwise, like my way of going to college for free. I didn't mm -hmm. grow up with a lot of money or anything of that. So I need to figure out a way to be able to get a college education without, you know, paying hundreds of thousands in mm -hmm. like student loans. Um, so luckily I was able to get a scholarship for, for basketball and for, for academics. So that was my way of using it as a tool. Um, mm -hmm. And then once I discovered music, it was like, all right, the game has changed. Like this is what changed I got to do. The whole ball game. Exactly, yeah, literally. So what was it about music that was so good it actually caused you to put the basketball down and focus on your music career? Yeah, I mean, I, I was always on the fence about it for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. In high school, my friend John Moret, he was playing guitar in, 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 I think I was like 17 at the time or 16 and a half or something. Um, mm -hmm. And he's in the lunchroom just like singing and playing guitar. And everyone was like surrounding him, and I couldn't understand what like what the big deal was at first. I was like, I I wasn't really exposed to music, yeah. aside from like I listened to like heavy rap music because I 
played basketball like my whole life. And he was playing an acoustic guitar and singing. I'm like, what is this dude doing? And then I like sat there and I was like, what is this dude doing? Like, this is incredible. Like, the so, so you fall in love with the music. Exactly. I was just like, man, this is, this is different for sure. So is it true that music was kind of like a hobby of yours, like growing up a little bit, like playing the guitar and stuff like that? Not even. I started music at like 17 years old, like senior year of high school. Uh -huh. um, I hated the thought of singing. So I, I, I joined chorus in like fifth grade to be able to skip my last period class, <laughs> literally just for that reason. Um, and I could never understand why anyone would put themselves in a vulnerable spot to like sing and, and perform in front of other people just to like, you know, most people aren't that nice. So like people are just gonna shit on you for, for putting yourself out there. So I could never understand that when I was younger. And then yeah. I, I played like my first show and I was like, man, like conquering your fear and doing it and then realizing that, holy shit, like this is. So let's talk about that experience, man. What was it like conquering that fear? You know, I know a lot of people that have stage fright. They don't like to be around a lot of people out in public, things mm -hmm. of that nature. For you, what was it? What was those first initial thoughts when you was really um, attacking those fears? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that everyone like, I still get nervous every show, every time I sing. That's, I mean, I don't know if that ever changes, to be honest, but yeah. um, it's just the thrill of it, right? So the first time you do it, you get that feeling of like, holy shit, I just conquered it. Like, I was terrified of it, and yeah. and I did it, and and people connected with it. Um, so that was like the 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 game changer for me. It was like, people are enjoying me putting myself out there, like, mm -hmm. and it's in a weird way, like for the people that aren't able to do it and don't ever conquer that feel mm -hmm. that fear it's kind of like a person like doing it for them and they're like ah like i'm gonna support that dude because i couldn't do it you know gotcha like, i can't be the entertainer but i want to be entertained like that kind of scenario so um moving forward pursuing your music career um i'm quite sure you had a lot of support as far as the basketball thing goes you know so making that shift probably was like a big deal to some people that were supporting you and following you for the basketball Man. so um how was that adjustment in your life to be honest like i've never lived my life for anybody else aside from like my core like family members mm. which is literally my parents and my brother um so i was really not like concerned about anyone's opinion of what i should be doing with my life so that wasn't really difficult it was definitely interesting to see though because i did get a, like an, an invitation to play for Kosovo's like national team and you know it's kind of a big deal to turn down an Olympic basketball team to tell someone you're gonna go write and sing songs like oh yeah dude, that's a like, big deal <laughs> exactly and the thing was I wasn't good at music mm -hmm. like I wasn't and looking back now I'm like I totally understand that like people were projecting their fears onto me and yeah. like you can literally be successful right now if you just accept a career in basketball like it's right in front of you take it you'll be mm -hmm. happy in life and denying it and then pursuing something that realistically like looking back now is the, the chances of succeeding in music is like one in a billion especially like when you don't have musical talent to begin with so it's yeah like, you know, man like, it's it's amazing when you think about it man because you're talking about putting all your eggs in one basket you really made a whole transition from one career to a next career and you know like you said it's like a one in a billion chance of actually being successful when you're talking about music 
But um, the thing about it, it seems to me that people have really accepted your music, your sound. Uh, you say that you don't think you were good at music when you first started, but people seem to gravitate towards the sound that you came up with um, and your music. Where would you say your motivation or inspiration comes from uh, when you're putting the song together today? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to see, like, at first people were not gravitating towards the music. They were gravitating towards someone trying to do something. And gotcha. like, I think it was more of like, oh, this dude was really passionate. Like, let me give him a shoulder. Like, he's probably not, like, am I good at music at this point? Right, like, it's probably no. But like, I'm talking a few years back, like, probably not that good at music, but some people probably supported me because they just knew like how passionate I was about it. Like I would mm -hmm. ask people, am I a good singer? The answer is no, like I wasn't a good singer, but they would have been like, oh yeah, you're pretty good. And then it was the other people that were like, no dude, you suck. That like really drove me to like become better and like motivated me beyond belief to get better. Um, yeah, so so for, would you say you're the type of person that when someone tells you you can't do something that drives you to want to do it more? It, there's, I have a full list of people in my life that I carry around with me every single day in my yeah. mind, like that I'm like, all right, this dude said that to me, got it. Like totally got understand. It. And now Check I see them in, like watching my stories and I'm like, yeah, I remember you like, they don't know I remember that, but yeah, I keep it definitely a running list. That's, that's important, man, to do. Cause you know, a lot of times, um, I guess, you know, saying the best revenge is to be successful. Um, that's kind of hit the nail in the coffin right there. So, um, as far as right now, what would you say, uh, would you would you put as your biggest accomplishment so far? Not saying this is the end, but just so far, what would you say? What what accomplishment are you most proud of right now as of today? Um, I don't know. Like, I've done some cool things that look great on paper, but it just I find what's really amazing about this whole thing is people genuinely all go through shit in life, mm -hmm. um, and like music. But at least my music, I, I write songs about my personal life and I'm really blunt and I share literally everything about my life in my songs. Mm -hmm. um, and then just having a, someone DM me and be like, man, like, you know what, this person passed away and this song helped or like whatever it is that they're going through, they are able to connect with the lyrics in my music. And it's just like, it just shows you how everybody is inter like connected without even realizing it. Yeah. Uh, so that's honestly like the biggest thing and what on like, has pushed me past like you know how some artists get an ego and then they think all right like now i got a following it's all about me and and like that's the the mindset that some people hold mm -hmm. the reverse is happening to me it's more like man like everyone's going through some shit in life like i'm the least important person in the world like this just literally a person just spewing out information about what everyone's going through i'm not the only person that's going through some shit so it's like it's not yeah, about the artists. It's that's real. Everyone coming together and understanding that, like, yeah, we, we need to be a lot kinder to each other. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes people will look at somebody and say, oh, man, you're lucky. You've never been through anything. Yeah. Um, what was one of those situations in your life? Would you say it was a tough moment, but you learned from it? And what did you learn from it, that situation specifically? Um, it's interesting. Like, there's a bunch of moments like that for me. Personally, I think the biggest one is I wrote my album from a hospital room. And in the moment, I'm just like, this person, Marita, who was close to me, was sick for like about two years. 
and we didn't know if this person was going to make it. So we spent two years, like literally in the hospital the whole time. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it was rough, man. Like literally sleeping every single night in the hospital. Um, mm. But my way of coping with the reality, which was shitty at the moment, was writing music um, and just spending those nights on that little little sofa pullout bed that they that they give you. To wait, like I literally would bring my laptop, my headphones, and just work from from that room. And I just finished the whole album from from working in there. And that, like, in the moment, it was like, shit, this sucks. Like, you know, it's it's rough, but yeah, it's real life. Exactly, you know, it's uh, real, real life. life is happening to you in, in real time, and uh, you're venting and doing what you can do in the moment to get through the situation. Yeah. Um. It, it, you know. One of the things about music that kind of really sucks is that most of the best songs have come from moments of people going through pain and hardship, you know, because a lot of other people, they listen to it and they can relate to that moment, you know, um, they can relate to that pain that you're feeling um, in that moment that you're having. And that's why a lot of those songs uh, resonate really well with people. Um, as far as moving forward, with your music, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I mean, I hope to be able to do this, you know, for a lifetime, be able to songwrite for people, perform, um, settle down, have a family. Um, I, yeah, I just want to have this as a career, um, mm -hmm. be able to help other people understand that if you want to be an artist, it's possible. Like, I think there's a, I think the interesting thing is with music, it's, there's this like magical wall, wall or barrier that people think that it's like right there that you can't break through. Mm -hmm. um, but anyone can learn how to sing. Anyone can learn how to play an instrument. Um, I think a lot of people think that like you can't become a good singer. You can't become a great instrumentalist if you don't start at like the age of two. Yeah, and it's just not real. It's not like it's our own fears again stopping us from from doing it. Um, I think that's my biggest thing. It's I want to I want like to people understand like if you suck at singing at 20 or like you suck at singing at 17 it's not too late you can still learn how to sing maybe if you're like 70 and you're just learning how to sing you might not be a pop star but like for a majority yeah. of the rest of the like population of people who want a career in music it's doable you know when people listen to your music what is the type of message or energy you want to give to that listener i think the biggest thing is hope um like the opening line for Four Marita is better days are coming for you. You just gotta mm -hmm. believe. Um, it's, a, it's a reality, you gotta just say it. And you know, like people, I remember Burita had like a 10 or 5, like 5% chance of survival. She's still alive and doing much better. Like you just gotta literally say to yourself, like every scenario is different. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's a blessing that she's she's okay now, but you know, we truly believe that she would be okay. So I think yeah. like if you truly, truly believe in something, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, like singing or being a, a, a radio host, like whatever it is, if you want to do it, you just got to keep pushing in that direction and eventually something opens up. Um, I, I agree. Uh, I believe that 100%. I think another thing that's really important is consistency. You know, a lot of people... They come up with these ideas, but they don't follow through. They fall off after one or two attempts and failing. You know, um, one of the things about failing, you have to continue to try again. You got to try again. You don't always get it on your first attempt, you know. 
And that's normally what makes the winners different from the losers. It's like you lo- you learn from your loss, you know, in the situation that happened in your life. Um, you can sit there and be stuck in a moment and don't move forward, or you can learn from it and don't let it happen again. Uh, I think that's extremely important. Also, another thing that's underrated is mentorship. So speaking of mentorship, I know that you had the wonderful opportunity of working with a Grammy-winning artist, a Grammy-winning artist, uh, Roberta Flack. Yeah. What was that like? It was interesting. Again, like, if you look at life, it's it's hilarious at sometimes because that summer, I, I was in college and I needed a summer job um, mm-hmm. to just be able to pay for, you know, life expenses and, and school and, like, all these random things that, you know, you need to work for. Um, and I remember saying to myself, like, I had a 4.0 GPA in college and I was playing sports. So in my head, I'm like, I'm becoming successful and I'm becoming becoming the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm working at like this building and I'm cleaning trash and I'm like cleaning toilets. And as like a 17 uh, or like an 18 or 19 or however old I was at that time, I was like, man, this sucks. Like, I don't want to clean people's toilets, bro. Like, that sucks. Yeah. So I was like in my head about it. I'm like, yo, like if this is that the rest of my life, like, of course it's not going to be, but in the moment you're like, this is going to be the like rest of my life. I'm going to be cleaning toilets and like, you know, cleaning trash off the floor. Um, my friend who helped me get the job, his name was Lewis. He, he was in there. He's like, dude, like, you don't have to worry about it. Like, you're going to be great. Like you're going to get your degree. You're going to graduate. You're going to have an amazing life. And you know, like in the moment I appreciated that, but you know, you still kind of like get down on yourself. So when I accepted the job and I was working, I was like, dude, this sucks. And then one night I had the overnight shift and me and Lewis were in the elevator. Roberta Flack, like she's much older now, so you wouldn't recognize her. I mean, mm-hmm. at least I didn't. So I had no idea who this woman that just walked into the elevator was. And it was mm-hmm. like three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, and she jumps into the elevator and my friend Lewis randomly asks like, hey, my friend sings, like, would you like him to sing for you? And in my head, I'm like, dude, like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> you're asking me to sing? Like, and putting you on the spot. And putting me on the spot. But I was like, absolutely. Like, maybe she's just like a big fan of music. Like, you never know. Like, so I yeah. sang uh, Feeling Good by Nina Simone. Um, it ended up being a song that she co-wrote that no one ever knew she co-wrote. One, wow. Which is like. First of all, the chances of me singing that song out of every song ever written is like insane. And it was like I, it was meant to happen. Man, literally. And then I sang an original song um, and she loved it. She was blown away by it. And it was nice to hear in the moment. I didn't realize like who she was though. So she's like, oh my God, babe, you're amazing. Like you have what it takes. And I'm like, thanks lady, like in my head. Yeah. And then like I, I get off the elevator I'm like, Lewis, like, who is that? Like, because there's the, the building had like a bunch of famous like celebrities and just like overall rich people that lived in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's Roberta Flack. And I'm like, bro, what? Like, that's the craziest <laughs> thing I've like experienced in my life. And then mm-hmm. the entire summer, she called the superintendent of the building and asked me to come to her apartment to write songs for the entire summer. Like, wow man so that first call like what was that feeling like when you got it do you know like the first the first question ironically that came to mind was is my boss gonna let me go and write songs instead of like you know do my job yeah um and then the first day like i went over there and 
we wrote and, and I sang songs, it was like surreal. Like you don't even, I like the weird thing was I'd bring, I still bring my guitar everywhere I am, no mm. matter what. And I would practice during like my lunch breaks before I met her um, at the Dakota. And I just continued to bring my guitar. So I had my guitar that day when she called me back um, mm. and we just sat there and wrote songs. The very next day she called me again. So the entire summer. And then there came a point where my boss was like, is this dude going to work or he's just going to like come here and write songs. Um, yeah. And then she, like the, he was cool about it. He's like, man, this like he, he totally understood that. Like this is, yeah, he understood the opportunity at hand. Exactly. It was just unreal. Like, to be honest, you kind of, I didn't, I did music for fun at that point. So it wasn't anything like I'm going to have a career and I just like really genuinely enjoyed music. Yeah. Um, but then her telling me like, dude, you need to stop everything you're doing and, and follow this because you have a real opportunity and a real chance to, to do it on a, like a scale that not many people can. And I was just like, why would she waste her time with me if she truly didn't believe that? So I started to believe exactly. myself. So now moving forward to dance with me, yeah. uh, the song you just came out with, take me through that dark process of making that song. Like, what was on your mind when you were uh, writing that song? Yeah, so that was the, part of the For Marita album. And again, like the whole album was written from a hospital room. So I, instead of, like I wrote some really dark songs that didn't end up making the album just because mm -hmm. they were a little too personal. And it wasn't even so much that they were too personal because the songs are all very, very personal. But... Mm -hmm. It just like it was more of like a note to self as opposed to a musical thing. Yeah. Um, and dance with me was me trying to make myself feel better and take myself out of the position, like kind of like a, a dream. You know what I mean? Like for a moment, I'm going to step away from my reality. And yeah. Just enter this like really cool moment where you're like you're in a club or you're whatever it is, like, you know what I mean? And you finally meet somebody that you think is beautiful and you hopefully that person, you know, wants to dance with you. So it's almost like you were making your own dream in that moment in your life where everything seemed so gloomy outside, you know? Exactly, yeah. I got you. So if you don't mind, I'm quite sure a lot of people will love to hear you sing it. Oh, man, um, I got you, So bro. many people in the chat are definitely asking to hear you sing. So oh, man, let's go you. ahead and deliver for them. Hey, man, I got you. And also, real quick, where can people find your music? Uh, it's on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, there, if you go to my profile, there's a link on my profile that has like a link tree, and then mm -hmm. that link carries the whole album in on like every single possible like platform. Gotcha. Free. Well, we ready. We ready for you. Let's get cool. it. Check. Dance with me, cause I wanna 
shocked me uh in this interview when you told me that you didn't believe you could sing at first um, I couldn't. like I, I it's not that i didn't believe i genuinely couldn't like that's not a joke that's amazing like how did you learn to sing like where did it come from just literally doing it over and over and over again and i think the most important thing when you're trying to learn how to sing is listening to yourself yeah at first when you hear your voice you're just like wow that's terrible that can't be me. And then you start blaming all the devices that you have. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's probably my phone that sound makes my voice sound bad. Let me get a microphone. And then it's like, oh, that microphone's not expensive enough. I need to get a higher end microphone. And you kind of like go through this process. And then you finally realize that, ah, it's my voice. I got to get my voice better. Um, wow. That's amazing because you don't really hear a lot of people say that. You know, uh, that's just being completely transparent with us as you can possibly be. Um, I think yeah. that's super cool, man. Like, it really is. And then the fact that you know how to play the guitar, you don't need anything else. Like, you don't need the extra special effects or nothing to make your, your sound. You can really make it yourself. And I think that's an amazing thing to have, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, for real. Definitely going places. So, now I want to ask you a couple fun questions because yeah. a lot of people, they want to know some fun questions. So, if you could describe yourself in three words, what would it be? Oh man, how do you answer these without like sounding cocky or like? <laughs> hey, you, this is this is your truth. Um, let's see. I'm very confident. I think a little too confident in myself, but I think we kind of all have to be if you want like to succeed. Um, man, what's a good way to describe wanting to give back to people? I'm just going to take Christina's. Humble, genuine, and passionate. Perfect. I'll, I'll steal those three. Humble. Christina. What was the other one? Genuine and passionate. Humble, humble, genuine, and passionate. There we go. Okay, you gotta, you're in a house fire, and you only can grab three items. What would be the three items you grab? Three items that I would grab. Yeah. And you're in a house fire by yourself, so family's safe. Okay, everyone's good. All right. Yeah. Um, my first guitar. I think that needs to come with me for sure. Um, 
let's see. My laptop. I think I definitely need to take my laptop. Yeah. Um, man, that's an interesting question. What would be the third thing? Um, I guess my microphone. You know what? That seems to be like the generic artist answer. I always really? get that all the time. Whenever I ask this question, I always get that one. It's either uh, the laptop, the microphone, guitar, or the the cell phone. That's popular. Uh, a lot of people say phones. Well, that um, would be, I mean, our phones are glued to us. Like if I had to pick my cell phone, of course, yeah. Exactly. So if you were the president of the United States, what would be... Uh, some of the things you want to accomplish during your presidency and then your four years. Oh, man. Dude, that is... That's a big one. Yeah. Um, I think immigration reform. Uh, I think it's really sad to see what is happening to people, especially children. Mm -hmm. um, but without getting too political, it's just very sad to see. Um, police reform, of course. Um, man. There needs to be better education, I think. Like, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think those are the three big ones. Um, you kind of need to make college free, right? Like, <laughs> Someone say you want to continue giving those stimulus checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people need it, yeah. Like, I don't think one per like point five percent of the population should hold ninety nine point nine percent of, you know all of the money in the world like it's it's sad to see like we need to tax the rich. like i don't want to get too political but like i got you dude so, there shouldn't um, be some with so much money and then some with without any like it's it, it's ridiculous but i agree so what is your definition of success like to you what is success i mean happiness to be honest like you can have all the career success you'd like it's not really going to make you happy if at the end of the day like no, I know myself. Like career-wise, like I'm always pushing forward and wanting to become more successful. Um, but at, if you if you can't look at yourself and you know at the end of it, and you and your way of like climbing the success ladder is through shoving everyone out of the way and being like I'm here, then dude, you you got it all wrong. Like, it's, the point is to help everybody up along the way. You know. All righty, and you made it this far. Just two questions left. All right. And you can go ahead and make us some more music. Man, this is an amazing interview, by the way, for real. Thank you, thank you. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, what words of wisdom would you leave with people if you only could leave a message for one person of the next generation? Um, hmm. I think kindness is more important than success. Um, I think that's that deep, would, you know, yeah, like you can be as successful as you like, but if you have a mansion, you live alone, it's sadder than being in a little house with the people you love. So that's just my opinion on the world. People see it differently, obviously, but exactly. And we talk legacy a, a lot on this show. So, um, what would you want to be re remembered for? Like what legacy would you want to leave behind? when people think about you? Um, hopefully my music lives on. I don't think anyone's going to remember my name. Honestly, like, I don't think anyone ever remembers people's names per se, but anyone can hear a Michael Jackson song and, you know, feel an emotion. I think 
be really cool. Like generations down, if someone hears a song playing and they're like, oh, I remember like this moment happened when I listened to this song. They might not even remember the, the artist, but they just remember the song or like whatever it is. That'd be cool. Like, I don't think, to be honest, like artists pass on and, and, and move forward. But, absolutely. you know, music just kind of for some reason stays. Memory, like music is kind of like memory. You know, you remember a certain time in your life when you heard a certain song. You yeah. remember how you felt about it in that moment. You remember how that song made you feel. And you also remember, like, what you were doing at that time in your life. So exactly. Yeah. I completely understand where you're going with that. Well, those were the two questions. You did an amazing job. I had an awesome time talking to you. Um, I think your music is awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing more of it. Man, I appreciate you for real. This was amazing. I love the interview and love the kindness for real. Thank you again for uh, stopping by the King Legend Talks, man. It was awesome. Always, man. Appreciate you, man. Not a problem. Have a good one. See you later. Later, later. Hey everybody, it's your boy King Legend 757. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this interview. If you're interested in hearing more interviews or conversations just like this, do me a favor, follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or any other platform you may be listening in on. Also, do us another favor and go ahead and tap in on Instagram and hit King Legend 757 in your search bar so that way you can catch these interviews while we do them live with a live audience being you. So I appreciate you again for tapping into the interview and may God bless you and have a great 2021.